the push into Ukraine. They are not good at this. Let's not kid ourselves. This has been an absolutely horrific effort for a nation that was supposed to take Ukraine in in 36 hours. And really, if if we are, are more to it, people discussed two weeks. We're on day 14, we're on day 15, and they don't have it. This is something that we have discussed and been discussing, but we have to not forget the levels of absolute disaster that Russia has inflicted on Ukraine. The whole city of Mariupol, M-A-R-I-U-P-O-L, has just been absolutely brutalized. We're talking about hospitals that have been bombed. You have 400,000 people allegedly trying to engage in evacuation attempt, and that has been stopped. You have 2 million refugees at the moment. And finally, you had Joe Biden engaging this conversation, and that what we were going to do was we were going to finally, finally ban Russian oil. Today, I'm announcing the United States is targeting the main artery of Russia's economy. We're banning all imports of Russian oil and gas and energy. That means Russian oil will no longer be acceptable at U.S. ports, and the American people will deal another powerful blow to Putin's war machine. This is a move that has strong bipartisan support in Congress and, I believe, in the country. Americans have rallied support, have rallied to support the Ukrainian people and made it clear we will not be part of subsidizing Putin's war. Now, what's interesting is I spoke about this anecdotally, right, that, that people seem to be okay with, with, with higher prices for, for gas if it means stopping Putin. Like, like they're, they're totally down with it. And I know what people are saying on Twitter, sure, uh, like people are really are, are okay with higher gas prices. Quinnipiac poll. Here it is. The story from Newsmax.com. 71% to 20, 22%. Americans support a ban on Russian oil, even if it means higher gas prices in the U.S. Anecdotally, it's been stunning that this, this very concept is something that has united Americans. And I said, this, this is weird. I don't know. Maybe I should have a more Latin term for it. Isn't it the strangest thing in the world that this is the thing that's going to connect Republicans and Democrats, conservatives and liberals? It's going to connect the coast with the Midwest? It's it's odd and it's peculiar. And then to add to this, Joe Biden is indeed begging Saudi Arabia for oil. Saudi Arabia wouldn't take the phone call. That was the story last night. It was like, oh, damn. It's Iran-Russia all over again. Biden wanted Iran at the negotiating table to go back to the nuclear deal so badly, and Iran was like, oh, we don't have to go back. You, America canceled the deal. We don't have to go back. It was canceled under Donald Trump, and rightfully so, because the JCPOA, the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, was a terrible idea. But Biden, showing that he's not Trump, has to get Iran back to the table, so he needed Russia's help to do it. It's embarrassing. And now Saudi Arabia won't take the phone call. And here's Biden trying to take oil from Saudi Arabia and Venezuela, a communist nation. Congressman Jim Banks has introduced the No Oil from Terrorist Act that would ban the importation of petroleum from Iran. And the question is, where else? Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District joins us uh, right now. And, sir, before we get into this, 
the the topic of of your legislation. Uh, President Biden engaging this ban on on Russian oil. Uh, you favor this? Well, I, I I do. Yes, ban Russian oil imports, but at the same time, reopen America's uh, oil and gas uh, industry too. I mean, Joe, Joe Biden destroyed our American energy sector on his first day in office by stopping construction of Keystone Pipeline, stopped drilling on federal lands, other measures that he took. So, yes, ban Russian oil imports, but uh, reopen, make make America energy independent again by doing what we have to do to to start pumping uh, pumping oil right here at home. Don't quit putting uh, Moscow ahead of Midland, Texas. No, and and it's it's funny. There have been a couple of members of of a Texas delegation saying uh, the first phone call should have been to us and talk about ways that we can uh, I- increase uh, the the oil exports. But it's very obvious to America, especially when you heard Joe Biden uh, discuss how the oil companies they've got these nine thousand leases and the oil company could be doing more, but they're not doing more. And you then hear him talk about how we need to transition off of oil as he has over the last couple of years. Uh, the idea of what we refer to as energy independence is not front and center in his mind. Is that a Biden thing or is that him beholden to the progressives in the Democratic Party? Well, make no mistake about it. This is about the Green New Deal. This is about satisfying the radical environmentalists in the Democrat Party who got Joe Biden elected. Uh, this this president doesn't think for himself. He relies on the radicals in his party. And they, they, they are hell-bent on passing these uh, radical uh, environmentalist uh, efforts that they've always they've always only, only dreamed of before, but they're getting it done on Joe Biden's watch. The, the 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 hilarious part of it to me, though, it's not hilarious as in funny, but the it, the the uh, unthinkable part of it to me that no Democrat can seem to explain to me how is it more environmentally friendly to drill oil from and get more oil from Saudi Arabia, Iran, and Venezuela than it is to drill in America. We we do. We do all of this in a more environmentally friendly way anyway than the rest of the world. So I haven't found a single Democrat that can explain to me why it's more appealing to the, envi- the radical environmentalists in the Democrat Party to get more oil from Saudi Arabia than it would be to get it from right here at home. That's a conversation I'm going to be having with James Taylor, president of the Heartland Institute, coming up in, in a little bit. But let's go to your legislation, the No Oil from Terrorists Act. This is, as I read the story, is this specifically about Iran or is this about other nations as well? Well, it's directly targeted at Iran because you got to go back, got to go back a few years, Tony. I mean, remember during the during the Obama years that that uh, President Obama negotiated the Iran nuclear deal, JCPOA. It was a, it was a terrible deal. And it rewarded Iran for their bad behavior. It was it was a deal that they they lied and told us was about stopping Iran from building up a nuclear program. But at the end of the day, it gave them remember pallets of cash in the middle of the night that rewarded them for their bad behavior, and actually led them down a path to get them closer to building a nuclear program and nuclear weapons. Donald Trump campaigned in 2016 on getting out of the really bad Iran nuclear deal, and he kept his word and his promise, and he did that. Now we got Joe Biden in the White House, who seems to be uh, uh, very focused again on renegotiating this deal. But one of the reasons why is because he's leveraging Iran, Iranian oil as part of entering into a new uh, a new Iran nuclear deal that we where we would give Iran one hundred billion dollars. And then in return, they would give us more oil and we'll call it a new Iran nuclear deal. And, and somehow the I guess the audience for this are are, are liberals in the Democrat Party who want Joe Biden to be more like Barack Obama and get something done that 
that Obama did that that Trump and because Trump got us out of it, Biden feels like he has to get us back into it. But it's really dangerous from a national security standpoint. But the really bad part of it, again, is that instead of reopening our own energy sector, our own um, uh, drilling again in the United States and, and making us independent, of, uh, of the foreign uh, governments that we rely on for, for uh, oil and gas. We're going to go to the biggest state sponsor of terrorism in the world in Iran and, and beg them for more oil, uh, which is what uh, this Iran nuclear deal is about. But my, my bill, the No, uh, uh, the no um, uh, Oil from Terrorists Act, is, uh, would, would, would stop Joe Biden, prevent him from doing that. It's common sense. The fact that we'd have to pass a bill to prevent him from doing it is, is embarrassing for the U.S., but that, that's what my bill aims to do. Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District. He also heads up the Republican Study uh, Committee. Uh, so let's go um, to to maybe something a, a little more specific, right? If, if we're going to talk about banning oil sales from terrorist nations, are we talking about banning all business with terrorist nations? Well, well we should. I mean, Iran again, Iran is the biggest state sponsor of terrorism. And uh, we shouldn't be doing business with them anyway. We shouldn't be rewarding them for... Uh, all of their malign activities. And, and since Joe Biden has become president, we've seen Iran act out. And they were, they were a bad actor during the Trump years, but Trump fought back against them and held them accountable uh, on top of getting out of the, the uh, really bad uh, Iran nuclear deal. But now they're acting out in an even bigger way. And, they're try- and the reason why is because they, they know that with a weak president in the White House, uh, they can intimidate him to give them uh, more cash, give them more money so that they can funnel that money to Hezbollah and other and other uh, uh, terrorist proxy groups that act on their behalf. And, and that that's why you're seeing them in the news more. That's why they're they're growing and their their aggression and why they're threatening and acting out more at this point than what they did at any point during the Trump years. And this goes to to a, a, a part two. When we talk about terrorist nations, I think that naturally we have an idea of what this 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 means, right? When we talk about uh, no oil from these terrorist nations, and I get the conversation about Iran, especially as President Biden is trying to rebuild this deal that is is valueless, only because well Trump did away with it, and we can't have that. It is, the the anti-Trumpism uh, is 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 massive here, and I think really destroying Joe Biden in in engaging in practicality. Um, are we talking about a definition of what constitutes a terrorist nation? Well, uh, my, my bill is specific. The, la- the, the language of my bill is really simple, Tony. I mean, it's, it, it, it's simply in one, in one sentence, it bans importation of petroleum from Iran because that's what Joe Biden is, is threatening to do. But uh, the larger, your larger question, the larger issue, um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, and, and the bottom line here is why, why would we ban oil from, from Russia – so we'll, we'll uh, ban oil from one bad guy, but we'll trade one bad guy for two other bad guys. And in this case, the Ayatollah from Iran and Maduro and Venezuela. That, that's, what, that's where the Biden administration is turning to to try to bail them out of this mess. It's not going to work. Um, a, another one of my colleagues, Scott Franklin from Florida, just introduced a bill to ban oil importation from Venezuela. And then I've, uh, other colleagues have caught on to what we're doing and trying to find ways to do this as well. At the end of the day, Pelosi and Democrats aren't going to allow my bill to pass, but it reminds the American people that this president is, is playing with fire. He's, uh, he's literally playing with fire when he wants to go negotiate with, with Iran, and in this case, leverage that to get more oil, and, and the audacity of it that, that he wouldn't turn to our own 
uh, oil and gas uh, sector right here at home, grow more American-made jobs, Amer- American jobs, and use American-made uh, 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 oil and gas. I mean, that, it's just that simple. He's not willing, willing to do it because if he did that, uh, he would tick off uh, his, his uh, environmentalist uh, radical climate change uh, wing of the Democrat Party, which makes up a majority of the Democrat Party today. Congressman Jim Banks, uh, before I, I let you go, you know, it's not that I oppose the, the, the legislation here, and this is specific about uh, Iran, but y- you have Biden begging Saudi Arabia and Venezuela, and I'm not quite sure. How, I'm not even trying to be flip or glib. I'm not trying to poke the bear. I don't know how else to describe it other than begging. So first things first, does this expand out to more nations? And secondly, you know this isn't going to go anywhere, right? I know it's not going to go anywhere, sadly, but I want to I want to. I want to uh, echo this important point to every American who is paying almost twice as much as uh, for, for a gallon of gas as what they were when Donald Trump was in office, that it doesn't have to be that way. And we don't have to rely on terrorist countries like Iran, which is the largest state sponsor of terrorism in the world. We don't we don't have to rely on them for more gas when we can get it from home. It's just that simple. To get it from home, you have to be willing to to drill. And I've got Joe Biden telling me that it's those uh, oil companies that refuse to drill and they've got all these leases. Have you spoken to any oil companies about why they're not drilling? Yeah, it's just not true. I mean, it's a complete uh, it's a complete and total lie. Joe Biden on day one, on January 20th of 2021, made decisions that uh, that led to where we are today. He is responsible for higher gas prices, not Putin. Not the oil industry uh, uh, in the United States or anywhere else. Joe Biden is responsible because he stopped drilling on federal lands and he's prevented uh, new new contracts in states like New Mexico and uh, and Texas from having to appease his uh, the radicals in his own party. So it doesn't have to be that way. I think at this point, Tony, most Americans know that Joe Biden is lying to us when he tries to pass the buck on to somebody else. It all the, the, the buck stops with him. It's all his fault. Congressman Jim Banks from the Indiana 3rd heads up the Republican Study Committee. I appreciate you taking the time. We'll check in soon with you. More to get to. I'm Tony Counts.